So it's it's Monday morning, and and I'm obviously dropping something the day of and out of rotation, and there's a reason for it. Um, and probably going to be a lot of these in the next couple weeks because I'm I'm like pushing the last like week that. I'm 39 and then I turn 40 and we assign that mystical number to it. It's also a day after we had a really, we had a tragic death. And let's be honest, an early death, hell, an on-time death is kind of always tragic. So let me start by saying this before I go any further, because I can already hear the offended lining up. I have nothing against Kobe Bryant. What an amazing practitioner what he did. And in fact, I think he's someone you should really, in, in some ways, look up to because he chased what he wanted and he got it. And he didn't do it by manifesting success. Get ready. The tone's a little angry today, right? He didn't light a candle and dance in his fucking living room and, and wait for that to happen. He worked, right? He worked. Like, I don't love grind porn either, but there's also a fine line between what's grind porn and what's you actually putting in work. And Kobe Bryant put in a whole lot of work, and that's what got him where he was. And the loss of his daughter is, is absolutely tragic, because anyone that young dying is is tragic. And if I sound a little bit upset about the general work, it's because you're a country at war if you're in the United States, and they've been dying that age for a while. That's a personal pet peeve. Although, again, the loss of Kobe's daughter is massively tragic. The loss of Kobe is bad. The loss of anyone before their time, as we think that, because we think everyone should live to their full age, is kind of tragic. But that's not really, you know, that's not the ultimate thing that we need to draw from this, right? So where do these two intersections in my life happen? Why the hell am I on a microphone recording a confession of a working writer? Why the hell am I talking into this thing like you should somehow listen to me? Okay, well, I'll tell you. I'm 39. Now, the average life expectancy of an American male right now is about 78 years and some change. I'm also a military veteran, which means you can subtract a few years from that for my average overall life expectancy to being about 74, 75. At 39, I'm over the halfway hump. At 40, I'm seriously over the son of a bitch. And I know, well, 40 is the new 20. Stop. Pack it up. Take, take it down the street. That's not what we're here to talk about. I'm not saying I'm 40 and I'm old and I can't do stuff. I'm 40 and I've racked up some injuries. My knee is killing me right now. My back hurts. I creak when I get out of bed. I can no longer subsist on a Snickers, a pack of ramen, and a beer for a week. Like, there have been changes in my age. But we're not talking about, oh, I'm 40 and I'm ready to I pack that noise up and go down the road with it. We're not dealing with it. What we are dealing with is the very, very strict reality that I am over halfway through what I can expect for a lifetime. And that some of those years are probably not going to be the productive years. Think about that for a minute. Like, right, really, how many productive years do I have left? What, 30? 20? A day? There's the kicker, right? How many more productive years did Kobe Bryant have? Probably a lot. Then there was a helicopter crash. Like Here's the reality. Everyone talks about you're not promised tomorrow. You aren't promised the next five minutes. You are not promised the next six or seven minutes in your day, the next 30 seconds, the next crossing the road, 
the next afternoon. What are you doing with it? Like, take a minute and really ask yourself, what are you doing with it? And if I sound upset, it's because I have to ask myself this question, right? This isn't vitriol directed at you like I'm some perfect being. This is vitriol directed at myself, too, because I wasted a lot of my time. And then again, some of that time was actually really well spent. I just didn't realize it till the end of it. Right? That's the point. I'm not here to yell at you for, oh, you is. I don't care what you want to do with your life. Here's what I'm here to have some vitriol about, because this is where I was, right? Now, if you're easily offended by the fact that I don't necessarily believe in the manifesting of your success through some secret belief system, turn me off. Seriously, turn off the podcast now and walk away, because I'm about to rail on it for a minute. You've been warned. If you're offended now, you just want to be here and get upset. I don't buy it. For years, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out meditations and incenses and candles and a bunch of stuff to manifest my success as an artist. Because when you're a creative writer or you're an artist or you're a working creative, not this everyone's a creative horse crap, that you're a working creative, that you really want to create things for a living, right? And that's a really, really hard road. And it's not full of tons of reward. When you're that, Right? You will look for literally any balm to help you sleep through the night. Anything. And this manifesting success and the secret and everything becomes really important to that because you just, man, if I can just get my mindset right. And let me, under, let me understand here. I believe there's a difference between manifesting your success and mindset. Right, I think Kobe had a mindset. He got up and he did the work. People like Alan and Hillary and these people that I know here in Charleston, they wake up, right? I work with Alan. Hillary is, is a good friend who just crushes it. They have the right mindset because they get up and they do the work. They don't sit in their room with a candle lit going, maybe this will magically happen because I think positive. Because the news flashes in all the countries I travel to with the military, I will tell you, positive thinking people lost their lives in equally unfair ways. What are you doing with the time? And if you haven't gotten it, I'm not going to the Mary Oliver quote today. Don't get me wrong, it's a great quote. That's not the tone I'm taking today. Right? If you need a gentle brush to your face, wrong podcast right now, wrong episode, turn it off, come back on Thursday when we continue the fiction workshop. If you need a little hit to the face, I'm here for you today. Because I need it. What are you doing with that time, dude? What are you doing with it? You have one day on this planet at a time, maybe, if you're lucky. You can think you have 24 hours and end up with six. Or one. Or a minute. That you might not even be awake for. This has gone beyond this idea of manifesting. This has gone beyond this idea of like, am I doing this? What's the program for my success? Stop it. Throw it all out. Seriously, if you take nothing from me today, throw out all the success programs, all the formulas, all the schedules for how you should live your life because somebody else told you this is the path to success and think about what it is you want to do, what the goal you have is, what the dream, what that nugget is, and then go out and do that because it's almost over. It is. My story in this isn't new, guys. I You know what it took to get me to chase my dream of being a working writer? It took me being really drunk and suicidal in my apartment as an insurance agent. 
because my dream would always come the next day. And then the next day almost didn't happen. And boy, I'm telling you, every time I started this, there was that, oh, how do I get it to go? How do I manifest? How do I do this? Nothing but work. I got to the job I have now because of work. I got the things done that I did because of work. 100 connections didn't happen because I sat down and said a magical mantra every day. 100 connections happened because I got out of my bed every single day and I met somebody for 100 days straight. Because when a hurricane came down and threatened to wreck that streak, I drove out of town and picked it up in another city. Right? There's something to be said for work. A lot. And on days like this, when we have these kind of deaths, and when maybe I'm reflecting on my own mortality because I'm getting older and that's what you do, you know, maybe I needed the slap to the face too. Because I'll tell you, Kobe Bryant's death slapped to my face. Really, hardcore. You're not promised squat. If you were sitting down and waiting to manifest destiny manifest success because it's coming to you because you're owed it because you deserve it because it'll happen if you just believe enough if you think positively enough if that positive thought isn't marched with some serious action you're not going to get it done now, i'm going to go one step further if all you want is the positives of all of that and you haven't gotten used to getting hit in the face a little bit if me saying the things i'm saying on this podcast really drive you to upset like, sincerely, like, you're ready to go lock the door and tune me out and be like, no, nah, it's coming, Matt. I don't believe you. I feel for you. Because I've been there. I've been there in times when I didn't think I didn't want to hear the stuff either. I really didn't. I did not want to hear the stuff. I wanted to yell and scream and thump against the wall. I didn't want to deal with it. And nothing happened. Till I was pretty sure life wasn't worth living anymore. Nothing changed and nothing happened. But I feel you because it hurts to hear that. Right, today is not, this is not a podcast where you're going to take off the headphones today and go about your day and go, man, feeling really empowered. Right, this is the podcast when you go, oh my God, what am I not doing? Yeah. This is the podcast where if you wanted to write a novel and you haven't started yet, better pick up the pen. Either that or be resigned to keep talking about the great novel that you're going to work on that's never going to get written. And I'm good with that. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. What you achieve or don't achieve in your life has no impact on me overall. But it's always sad if you don't get it done. What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? How are you going to push? What's the charge? I get it. I didn't come in and caress and go, what are you going to do with your one wild and crazy life? I did not. I didn't marry Oliver this one. I didn't. That's not me. I slapped you with it a little bit. I'm a little bit darker. I talked about the fact that you might die today. You might. Mary Oliver's a great writer, brilliant poet. In true story, and that's her way, and I'm really glad she did it, but it's not mine. I am looking at the rest of my life knowing that I better start getting stuff done 
because the wasteful days are over. They should have been over a long time ago because at 20, I wasn't promised 21. Hell, I wasn't promised February 5th or February 6th or February 7th or February 7th at 1130. I wasn't promised any of it and I squandered some of it. Trust me, moving to 40, I'm not promised squat. Decide what's important and go out there and get it. And believe me, I support you if you do. I have no coaching program. I'm selling you diddly squat. I'm kind of yelling at me and at you on a podcast right now, which probably isn't great for subscribers. Don't care. I wanted to get this message out, so I did it. And the way that I wanted to do it, so I did it. Do you see where I'm going here? I could have waited till tomorrow or written out a better script for it and said, hmm, oh, how, can I, how can I be a little more eloquent about this? Instead, I just turned on the microphone and put it out because it needed to go out. I needed to get the message out, and that's it. Sometimes done is a whole lot better than perfect. In fact, I'd argue with you that done is always a whole lot better than perfect because I don't believe perfect exists. So what are you going to do? What's the dream and what's the push? And if you haven't been grinding, if you haven't gotten bloody and dirty trying to get to it now, why not? What are you actually afraid of? Because here's the reality, guys. You're not promised anything. Nobody ever is. And nobody ever sees that end coming. Yeah, we lost people. We lost a cut. We lost four people in that crash. We've lost like 90 people to the coronavirus right now. Like people die every day. It's a tragedy every single day. Kobe's is a really visible one. And I think maybe the best way to deal with Kobe's death, honestly, because I know a lot of you aren't emotionally reeling. You might be hurt. You might have some damage, but you're not emotionally reeling like his family is. I want you to remember he drove and accomplished a lot. Probably not even everything he wanted to get done, but boy, he did a bunch. Have you? Have you done it? Or are you still sitting down telling me, oh man, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Positive attitude. Positive mental attitude manifests success. Look, guys, the reason you need a positive mental attitude is because getting hit in the face a lot will take the motivation out of you. And if you can't be positive about it, then you're gone. But if you think you need a positive mental attitude to avoid getting hit in the face on your road to success, I got a newsflash for you. Ain't going to happen. And I question anybody that tells you that it is. Right? You're going to take some hits along the way. Get used to it. Laugh when it happens. That's your positive mental attitude. Not sitting back, hoping and wishing that everything will work out. Not making your compromises because, well, you know, I want, I'm going to vanity publish because, well, I, I don't want editors to read my, my work. I'm talking specifically to writers now, and I'm accusing some of you in my voice. You can hear it. Don't vanity publish and go, well, I'm going to publish my own book. I'm going to raise some money to publish my own book because I don't really want editors looking at what I did. I don't really want to go through the like parade of no. And hey, that's your choice. That's absolutely your choice. But if you're not willing to go through that parade of no, do I think a little bit less of you as a writer? Absolutely. I do. Like you're afraid of getting hit. How good would a boxer be if he was afraid of getting hit? He wouldn't go very far. I'm just saying.
So that's it. You're not promised the minute this thing ends, you're not promised anything. So if you take anything from this long rant that I just went on, this little confession about my own mortality and everything else, then go out there and do it. Because it's almost over. Like, looking at my life, it's almost over. Whether that means when I leave my apartment today, I get hit by a bus, or I live to 85. In the grand scheme of the age of the planet and the universe, that is literally not even a blink of an eye. It's not a ton of time. A year passes really fast. Go out there and do it. And if you don't want to, fine. But if you don't get that next minute and you didn't do anything on it, that, that right there is when something comes supremely tragic. The thing that makes the loss of Kobe Bryant less tragic is all that he accomplished and all that he aimed to do, that he actually did. The thing that makes the loss of his daughter tragic is all the things she wanted to do that never got done. Think about that. Then pick up your pen or your paintbrush or whatever it is and get to work. <laughs>